Hi, welcome to the GC Wesley podcast. My name is Morgan and I am on staff with GC Wesley. If you're not familiar with what GC Wesley is, we are a campus ministry on the Georgia College campus. We will be talking about what life looks like living on the college campus. We'll talk about the Bible some and we'll also talk about current events. And we are so glad that you can join us. Hello and welcome to part two in this week's series of emotional health. And I am joined here with Grace. Hello. And um, if you were not with us for the episode before this, um, we talked a little bit about emotionally, just like what it's like to be an emotionally healthy person. Yeah. Um, And we just still have... A lot to uncover well, and there's unpack. So much. <laughs> Being uh, yeah. emotional is a lot of work, <laughs> right? Yeah, and um, also to recognize that, like, if you're someone who doesn't deem yourself as being a super emotional person, right? Um, you still have every emotion, and you are still like everything that you feel and experience is valid and Absolutely. matters to you and matters to the Lord. Definitely, yeah. Um, so let's first start off with, um, like what it looks like to kind of look back and, um, look back on like things that have happened to us, look back onto how they made us feel, how that impacted other areas of our life. Um, and so what it looks like to be someone who is just like, self-aware and um yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. no I totally get that honestly Uh what you're describing just sounds like counseling yeah like I am a self-professed uh proponent for anyone going to counseling whether you're going through something or not like being able to talk to a professional who like knows how your brain works Mm -hmm. and like can help you decipher why you react the way you do is so interesting. Wow. I mean, like vulnerable for sure, but like, it's so fun when you get to be like, and this is why I did this in my childhood. And what are they doing? How do they, like, it feels like magic sometimes Uh Um, when they connect the dots. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's like, I have learned how to do that through counseling. Okay. And so I think something that is really helpful is to be like, Oh, I'm really angry. And then you're like, Oh, well, okay, let's step back. Like, let's take it down like mm-hmm. a couple of steps. Like, why am I angry? Like, what does this anger feel like? Sometimes my counselor, and maybe this is like, a lot of people are like, that's weird and like hippie. And I'm like, relax. Okay, <laughs> we have emotions. So we're going to have, relax. Like, come with me on this journey. Yeah. Um. But if you kind of go like, okay, well, why am I angry? And like, where do I feel it in my body? And like, mm. what is this about? Like, why, when have I felt this way before? Like, okay. And being able to recognize this emotion, like this anger feels very similar to when this happened to me Mm -hmm. or when I experienced this feeling yeah. and just being able to like understand yourself and why you are reacting that way. And you can take it down. You can take it down and just keep asking why you're like, okay, well, why is this making me upset? Mm -hmm. And like, oh, well, why does it feel like that? And you can take it all the way down of like, okay, well maybe I'm actually sad. Maybe that actually hurt me or maybe this feels like when somebody else was being really mean to me or things Mm -hmm. like that. And being able to deconstruct your emotions is really important because 
anger is a secondary emotion, Okay, which I'm like harping on anger because like it is a secondary yeah. emotion, but usually there's something under anger okay. where like you're actually feeling really offended or mm. you're feeling really sad that this person would think this of you yeah. or feeling defensive kind of things. Like your anger means something else is going on. Okay. Um, and so for secondary emotions, it's really helpful to be like, oh, hmm, something else is happening here. Like this argument isn't about what I thought it was. It's really about something else. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like those arguments get really confusing because then you're just yelling at each <laughs> other about like, something that doesn't matter at all. You're like, I can't believe you used my pot and you didn't wash it. And you're like super angry about it. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is so stupid. Why am I so angry about this? Um, Okay. So for someone like me who doesn't know about, I'm assuming primary and secondary emotions. Yes. What does that mean? (laughs) Well, it kind of means like, kind of what I was saying about layering. Okay. So if you can break it down, you, the, Emotion that's coming out of you is anger. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that everyone sees. So that okay. makes it s- secondary to something else you're actually feeling. Okay. Um, and so like, it's just one of those things where if what you visually see has something behind it where it's like, oh, well, that actually made me really mad. But sure. it's like, well, I'm mad because blank. Of this. Um, and I think that that's important to recognize and like breaking things down. Mm-hmm. Um probably a fun thing to research for people who are like interested in knowing more about that, just to be able to recognize your own feelings and what that might mean. Sure. Um, yeah, but I think, yeah, I think that some people think they don't get angry, which Mm -hmm. I think is really funny. (laughs) Um, and maybe that's mean, maybe that's stressful for people to hear where they're like, no, I don't get angry. And I'm like, you're already offended. (laughs) I just said, you don't get angry, (laughs) (laughs) which like, I think that especially in Christian culture, there's Mm -hmm. this fear of, like looking emotional and that being irrational. Mm. And I just don't think that's true. Like Jesus like sat and wept with Mary after Mm -hmm. um, Lazarus died. Yeah. Like he sat and experienced those feelings with her. And like that meant so much for Mary that Mm -hmm. like the savior would sit with her and be sad about the thing that she's sad about. Um, And nobody ever thought, that Jesus was irrational. So I think that feeling your feelings is extremely important. A part of the process of understanding them Mm -hmm. is like letting yourself be sad and giving yourself the time to be angry about something. And you don't have to sit in an emotion to let yourself feel it or like let it be valid. I think that's so good. Yeah. That's like just such a good reminder as to the sense of, um, just the things that like we feel and experience and think every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, you said in the last episode that like often people feel as though their emotions are burdens to the people yeah. around them. And then like can raise my hand high for that one. Yeah. I mean, um, me too, honestly, even though yeah. I'm like, no, I've experienced so much of this. I'm like, uh, you can ask me how I am and I'm going to lie to you. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I just, ugh, I hate that I do that. I know. Yeah. We had a, um, like a meeting, a staff meeting, like maybe definitely was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we like, we just went around the room and we're like, okay, like what does everyone need? Mm. And I remember like hearing myself say, when you ask me how I am, I'll probably lie to you. <laughs> and I was like, and after that, 
I was like, that is so unhealthy. Like <laughs> that I think a, that that's just like, okay. Right. To be like, everything is perfect. Like no one needs to know <laughs> anything I'm going through. Yeah. Stay out of my life. <laughs> right. And like in my pride, I want to be someone who is just like, has it all together. Like yes. easy breezy, just, um, go with the flow. I don't girl. want anyone to know what I'm going yeah. through. And I want them to look at me and see. Right pristine perfection has no hardships and it's like that is just a blatant lie (laughs) and when I do that I'm pretending to be someone that I'm not Mm. and where are those feelings going that I'm ignoring like they're just getting pushed away bottled up Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've really tried to be better about being um, just more in tune with my emotions and sharing them even when people don't ask because Mm. I think sometimes I'll be like, well, no one's asking me. So why should I tell anyone how I'm feeling? Right. Because no one wants to know. Mm -hmm. And like they only want to know when they ask. And that's just like simply not true. Right. Yeah. And like how emotions are just so relational and you're Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't want to bother you. Or like you seem to be having a really good day. So like, Mm -hmm. and I'm really sad. Yeah. I just would rather you didn't know. (laughs) Right. And it's like we just so often pretend like we're okay when Mm. we're not. And so it's like the people in your life want to hear when you're not okay. Absolutely. um, And want to be there for you. And um, whatever you're experiencing or feeling like you don't have to do it alone. And you're Mm. not intended to do it alone and go through it and walk through it alone. When you are feeling this way, where like you're either feeling really bad and you want to tell somebody about it, like what is your, like what would you want somebody, how would you want someone to respond? Yeah. Um, definitely my first thought is like compassion mm. um, and being able to recognize like regardless if the situation in reality is a big deal or not, at the moment that is what it feels like. Yeah. Um, And so I want, I typically want the people around me just to be able to like care and show that they care. Yeah. Um, And often just like have a place to feel heard and like seen in that emotion. Yeah. The listener doesn't get to decide how big a deal it is or not. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, I think a lot of people like to explain that away and I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's not fair. Like if this is a big deal to them, then it is a big deal. And like, I know that I can't possibly know the whole story of why someone is upset and there's, there's deeper things going on. Sure. Yeah. That is so good because I mean, who are we to decide like whether or how someone should respond to something. Yeah, or like how hurt they feel. Like yeah. you don't know if this is like something that has hurt them for a long time and it's right. just like an old open wound and you're like, eh, it's nothing. Yeah. Like that's so difficult. Yeah. Like you don't want, and you wouldn't want to respond to someone that way. Mm-hmm. Like knowing like your close friends, like you want your close friends to feel cared for. So Of course. Yeah. yeah. And like um, when we're able to be present for people who need that space to like be vulnerable and um like share what's on their heart like there's just so much to be learned in that and like the celebrate with people who celebrate and weep with people who weep like being able to be there with them without 
having had the specific experience, like that has meant so much to me over the years Mm -hmm. where people look at me and they're like, you know, I actually don't understand firsthand what you're going through, but Mm -hmm. like I respect you enough to know that like this means something to you. So it means something to me. Yeah. And that's like life giving that Mm -hmm. is relationship strengthening and it means just so much. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Yeah. Um, You know, like, he, if you look at the Gospels, like Jesus is experiencing the same emotions that we are. And yeah, that's what, it's just like so helpful to be able to look at the Gospel mm-hmm. and look at the person of Jesus and recognize that he was all human. He had so much patience. Divine. Yeah. He was so patient with people. <laughs> like he can heal anybody at any time and he yeah. wants us to like be a part of it instead, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Like he didn't walk up to people and be like, nah, why haven't you just exercised more and yeah. like stretched your legs when they like have never walked before? He's just right. like, no, like this is hard and uh-huh. you're capable. Yeah. And he does like a good, an incredible job of inviting people in mm-hmm. to what? he was and never making them do it alone. Right. Like, I mean, obviously you can't do it without Jesus. You just can't. Um, (laughs) you simply cannot. cannot. I would be awful. I would just be mean all Mm -hmm. the time. Cause I'd be like, Oh, please care about me. (laughs) Like, Oh yeah. But like being able to have that, like caring empathetic perspectives that the Lord has Mm -hmm. honestly like grown in me, um, by either just giving me, a wider lens of understanding of the kinds of things that people go through. Mm -hmm. And I still don't know so much. (laughs) Like there's so much that I am unaware of, but just being willing to be patient with people is something that the Mm -hmm. Lord constantly does. And just trusting that he will carry you through it. For sure. So much. Right. Yeah. Being able to trust in the season that the Lord has you in. Mm -hmm. And then also to recognize that like this is a temporary thing and yet it's still affecting you mm-hmm. and those are valid. Um, and so being able to like meet those two things in the middle, yeah, you know? Um, so that is episode two. And then in our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about more, a little bit more about what it's like um, to deal with those emotions in relationship with the Lord Um, and with those around you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. For more information about GC Wesley, visit georgiacollegewesley.org or follow us on Instagram at GC Wesley.